You're listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast. Accelerate your mindset, collaboration and performance by developing limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams and organizations. Now, over to your host, Renee Jerusso. Hi, my name's Renee Jerusso and welcome to the Limitless Leaders Podcast. A lot of work I've been doing, especially of late, I've been asked a lot around what confidence is, how do I build more confidence, and especially leaders either stepping up or emerging leaders going into their new roles. Confidence means something different to everybody, and I really think confidence is, you know, it's an assessment of a situation, so it's situational. Many people sort of say, oh, I'm not confident at doing this, but they're confident at other things. So reframing confidence as being situational can really help with your mindset. I'll give you an example. If you're walking in to speak to a group of people that you've never spoken to before, you may feel you lack confidence opposed to speaking to a group of people that you do know. So it's situational. You're confident to speak to the people you know and you feel you're lacking confidence in speaking to the people that you may not know. It's not a fixed trait. It's not part of your personality. So don't walk around thinking if you are lacking confidence that it's you. It's not you. You are you that is lacking confidence in something or someone that you may be with. Confidence comes from having a strong purpose. And I've been speaking at quite a few events lately in regards to this topic. If you've got a strong purpose or a strong intention, that helps you to build confidence. So if you think about driving somewhere and you've got the address put in your sat-nav or your Google Maps or whatever, showing my age there, um, then you're going to be on track because you've got an intention, you know where the destination is. On the flip side, if you're driving round and round in circles and you don't have a destination in Google Maps, obviously you don't know where you're going, there's no direction. The word confidence comes from a Latin word meaning to trust. So it's all about trusting yourself. It's all about having deep belief in your capabilities and in your skills. Many people ask me, Renee, what's the difference between confidence and self-esteem and there is actually quite a bit of difference even though they are aligned. Self-esteem refers to how you feel about yourself overall, how much esteem or positive regard or self-love you have for you. Self-confidence on the other hand is how you feel about your abilities and like I mentioned this can vary from situation to situation. So you may have great and healthy self-esteem and be happy with yourself overall, but you may have low confidence walking into that meeting at four o'clock this afternoon. So a good way to look at it, self-esteem is how you feel about yourself overall, and self-confidence is a little bit deeper and can be situational. There was a study done with Korean and American students, and the study measured confidence And the American students came up a lot higher in confidence than the Korean students. When the same groups were tested for competency, the Koreans came up higher than the Americans. So just remember too, confidence can be cultural. There's there's countries I've worked in where people, 
you know, don't don't betray a lot of eye contact. They're not very direct. They don't like speaking up in workshops. And that is not because they can't. It's because it's ingrained in their culture. There's even been studies done over the years that um, frequently come up with the same results. You know, when women and men are going for different job roles, men will go if they have six go for the role if they have 60% of the criteria women look for 100% or more so in a lot of the the studies that have been done they're finding that in the workplace there are more women that come across i believe as lacking confidence not always actually lacking confidence some people exhibit what's called egoic confidence and they're those people that are really out there and you know seem to be very confident but when they're confronted with an issue or a challenge they might back down so keep in mind having confidence or lacking confidence is natural it's part of life but the good news is there's a lot of things that you can do to bring that up so confidence is in the eye of the beholder if you're a really naturally confident person then you may see someone that is confident in a much lower dose so to speak and you may think that they're not as confident as you whereas they could be but they're not outwardly expressing it to be successful in any role i think it comes down to having the capability to do the role the capacity to do the role and the confidence and courage to do the role. So where does it come from? And those of you out there that are listening that have seen me speak on this, it comes from quite a few different places. It comes from inside us. A strong purpose drives confidence, as I've already mentioned. So being on purpose and having intention can really drive where confidence comes from. It comes from our beliefs and values. If you've been brought up to take risks and give things a go, chances are you're probably going to be a lot more confident as you get older because you're anchoring this behavior. Being self-aware really, really can help us tap into our confidence as well because we all know mindset is all about what we think and our thoughts will dictate our feelings and therefore our actions. And I think confidence can be built on. It can come and go. You could be very confident. You could do a piece of work that doesn't go so well, not get great feedback. And I think sometimes your confidence can be deflated when you're challenged. So what other things eat away at our confidence? First of all, I think there's the imposter syndrome. We all know what that is. That's where sometimes you feel like a fraud or how could I be doing this? I know I felt it when I left the corporate world to start my company 13 years ago. You know, I feared failure, but I also feared success. And I knew I had to change my identity, which I did to successfully move through that. Procrastination can eat away at confidence. We all know the more we put things off, the more they become bigger in our head. And we do a thing I call awfulizing, which isn't a real word, which is where you may think, I just cannot voice that at that meeting. And you keep telling yourself to the point that you actually put it off that much that it doesn't happen and it's bigger than it is. Negative self-talk is another thing and that's inner dialogue. So they're the thoughts we tell ourselves. As I've mentioned and I've, I've mentioned for many, many years, our thoughts dictate our feelings and therefore our actions. 
So think about your inner dialogue. If you're saying you can't do something, you're going to fail at something, that person makes me feel sick, whatever it may be, you need to flip these thoughts. Name the thoughts, name your inner critic and that can help as well. So instead of I can't do something or I feel scared, maybe you feel excited and think about how you will feel after whatever it is that you're lacking confidence in. Social comparison was coined in the early 50s. That's where we compare ourselves to others. And if you look at people's digital footprints these days of the perfect life and the perfect beach and the perfect family and job and plates of food, you know, and compare yourself to that, which a lot of it's not real, you're going to dim your potential and who you are. So just remember, you are you, nobody else is you, and own that uniqueness. Lack of purpose can also be something that eats away at our confidence. If you're doing something and you don't know why you're doing it, it's usually not a compelling reason enough to keep going. If you've got purpose, I know in my business, times get hard as they do in any business. I know the message and the difference that I can make and the things I want to do and the clients I haven't even got to work with yet and things like that keep me going. Go from your safe zone to your stretch zone. So if you're in a safe zone or a comfort zone in a major way, chances are that will eat away at your confidence because you're never trying new things. We all know self-growth stems from doubt, looking at things, investigating things, learning more to go to that next level. Dwelling on the past doesn't help either. That can be a real key element of something that can eat away your confidence. Dwelling on past mistakes reliving that story you need to flip the script learn from it and look at what the world needs look at what else you need to contribute and another one that we came up with was unrealistic expectations i'm an eternal optimist i believe in aiming high but at the same time if your expectations are too high and you get knocked down too many times the obstacles just get bigger and bigger and then you can go into your safe zone and you lack confidence. So let's flip this. What are some things we can do to build confidence? And for those of you listening out there, like I mentioned, confidence is situational. Maybe you've got a senior role at the moment and now you're going to that much a global role. Someone I was with actually this morning is going into a global role and he's doubting himself. And this particular person is quite a confident person, highly capable and extremely highly rated in the organization he's in. But I said to him, let's harness this self-doubt and look at what you're actually doubting to build on that to make sure you're ready for this next role. So build on your strengths. That's a key thing to do. What are your strengths and make sure you get to use these. If your strength is achieving, if you're a sales manager and your your strengths are achieving a sales number through and with a team, make sure that you stay on purpose with that and that you get to do tasks and work with your team on things to do that. Know your skill gaps. So as much as I'm a massive believer on focus on what you're good at, you also do need to know what you may be lacking in And you can either A, upskill, or B, go and find other people 
that are skilled in those things that you may not be and work together. A great example of this is if you're a high problem solving person, so you love detail, you love solving problems, you love looking at potential pitfalls and what could go wrong, then you might want to come and work with someone like me. I'm, I'm high, I can solve problems, but I'm highly goal oriented. I love achieving, I love setting big ideas, I'm very creative. So instead of us fighting against each other because we're different, we could create a dream team, work together, lift performance, and at the same time build our confidence in each other. Help someone else. That's a great way to build your confidence. When you help someone else, you actually get to a point where you realize how much you know about something. Not only are you helping others, creating future leaders, and this is in or out of work, but at the same time, you're reinforcing your knowledge and that on its own can help build your confidence. Look for evidence. I always say this to people that suddenly or situationally lack confidence. I'll say, where is the evidence that you can't do this? And most of the time they say there isn't any. So what are you looking at? Why are you trying to find things? So focus on what's not changing instead of what is. Many people lack confidence when they go through a big change, whether it's in your personal life or in the workplace. If you're going through a change, look at what isn't changing. To give you an example, you're moving to another state, you're taking on a new role. Look at what are your daily routines? Do you still go to the gym? Who do you speak to that makes you feel good, family or friends? Just any habits or daily routines that serve you in a positive way, focus on that instead of just the things that are changing. And visualize as if. So, you know, years ago, people would say, Renee, that's so esoteric. There's been a lot of study, a lot of science, and I've seen firsthand from experience through my life and with clients that really visualizing what you want helps you to sort, perceive the world to make it happen. So if you're really, really thinking about something, don't say, if I do that, say, when I do that. That presupposition and loan helps you think of a timeline and helps you achieve that. And last but not least, reframe, which I mentioned a bit earlier, reframe your words. If you feel scared, change it to excited. If you say, if I do this, change it to when I do this. All these little words become our thoughts and can be constant reminders of what we can do versus what we can't do. So all in all, confidence is important in times of uncertainty, which, you know, in most workplaces, it's the only constant is change. We need to be able to have confidence to get through these changes. The stress of managing change, you know, usually has a negative impact on personal and professional lives, and it's costing globally workforces millions and millions of dollars. The main reason we lose confidence when we go through change in and out of work is our lack of control. And, you know, they play, self-esteem and confidence play a pivotal role in determining our ability to embrace change rather than quake in the face of it. I hope you've enjoyed today's solo show. We're going to be threading these in throughout our interviews with some of our amazing guests that we've got coming up and have had on the show in the last year. If you have any topics 
that you'd love me to talk about at podcast at renegeruso.com. Love to have any feedback on today, what you feel gets in the way of confidence, and even more importantly, what are the remedies, what are the things you do that set you back on track so that you have confidence, capability, and capacity to be success in whatever you do. Thanks for listening to today's show and I look forward to your feedback. You've been listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast, leading from the inside out to develop limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams and organizations. To find out how you can accelerate your mindset, your communication, collaboration and connection to become a limitless leader, sign up for our Limitless Leaders Podcast series at www.renegerusso.com forward slash podcast series. That's renegerusso.com forward slash podcast series. 